0: What would change in the world if you, me, and everyone choose to feed the wolf of possibilities instead of the one of doubt, distrust, and despair? The way I see it, our point of view creates reality, not the other way around. Somewhere deep within, I think we know that. In this podcast, I am daring you to claim this remarkable superpower. Join us and be inspired by trackers, explorers, and finders of possibilities from the multiverse of hope. Welcome to the podcast, Feeding the Wolf of Possibilities, with your host, Katrina Valentin. Welcome to today's episode of Feeding the Wolf of Possibilities. Today, we're exploring the possibilities of choosing not to have children. Why is that choice so provocative? Where does the choice come from? What does it create? As my guides, I've invited two phenomenal women who have both chosen to live their lives without children. First, we have Ms. Diva Diaz, who has a background in business intelligence and now works with the Access Consciousness Speciality X-Men and recently became the manager of Castello Casalbergone in Italy, a very busy lady. Joining Diva is Ms. Erica Mangiapane from Italy, who has a background in science runs her own gyro-tonic clinic, and works as an access consciousness facilitator, another female powerhouse. So let's dive in. Welcome, Diva and Erica. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me to explore this a little bit um, different subject, where we're going to look at the possibilities of choosing not to have children in this lifetime. Would you both be willing? to give me a sense of when you chose this in your life like when when did you even start looking at that for you not to have children
1: I I do remember I can start on this one because it's it's very clear in my head I think I was four years old so very little and I remember yeah I remember I just said I think to my mom or maybe there were a little bit more people around me, but I remember I said, I don't want to have kids. I just knew when I was little that I didn't want to have kids. And it wasn't from, <laughs> there's never been a sadness around it in my universe. I just knew that was the right thing for me in this lifetime. I didn't doubt it. I didn't think a lot about it I just knew that that was what I
0: wanted so I have so to cool. ask then since you told your mom so what did your mom say well like what has how had this been for your mom basically this choice of yours you're Italian you have an Italian mom <laughs> what does that great for her
1: I think, you know, yesterday was my uh, mom's 70th birthday and I spent the day with her and I realized how different she is, actually, even more. She has never had a point of view about it. The one thing that she's always told me is you have to choose what makes you happy in anything. So she is not the kind of mom that wants to become a grandma. She's never been. She's never been the kind of mom that um, had the projection and expectation that I would have to take care of her when she was older. So she never projected that onto me. She's never felt like she would be less because I wouldn't have a child. And that gave me so much freedom. I still received projections from other people, including my dad, (laughs) because... You know, I wonder what I did wrong with my daughter. That's the last sentence I received last week. But my mom has never had any point of view about it. It was so much space for me to just choose what works for me in this area.
0: A very unusual mother. How does I know? know, I love yes and yeah. before we move into this cuz i want to look a little bit about all the projections that you do get from other people but i wanted to hear diva so how did how did it kind of begin for you this choice of living your life without children yeah i um i wasn't quite as fast
2: as erica i actually really bought into um you know this this whole like family construct which i know works for a lot of people but i well into my twenties, thought that I wanted children. And I was like, I'm gonna have four kids. I had their names planned in my head. And then I realized that actually that didn't really fit the life that I desired. And similar to Erica, my mom was always like, choose what works for you, choose what makes you happy. You don't have to live the way everyone else does if it doesn't work for you. And I realized that for me, actually, what was really important and made me feel alive was creation and and always, um, you know, getting to know the world, traveling around, making a difference, having an impact in the world and whatever work or interaction I had with anybody. And um, I just realized that it wasn't going to work with kids. And I just made the choice, like probably mid-20s, just to go, do you know what, I, That that doesn't actually really work. And and I also, I think, saw around me a lot of people almost just falling into that um, a bit like from the automatic pilot of this is what you do next, you have children. And, you know, it probably sounds very controversial and evil is me to say, but I saw many people around me having children who couldn't afford them. So the kids were struggling, they were struggling, their life got difficult. And to me, that wasn't a choice that actually I wanted to make. I didn't want to make a child's life difficult like I grew up with parents who worked incredibly hard to put food on the table and some days they couldn't and I knew that if I was going to have kids I wanted it to be different for them so I think there were I can't say it was like one thing it was a lot of different factors but I definitely knew that it didn't match what I wanted to um, create
0: as my life so before we even go to the projections that (laughs) is kind of part of this you know how this is viewed I think in this reality, let's go to that automatic choice because mm-hmm. somehow that is something that I become really aware of that children is kind of like an, a program choice that we go to after a certain number of years in a relationship, or even at, at a certain age, you know, then you're supposed to have children. So what have you two become aware of around that by actually choosing not to go for the automatic? choice or the, the, the program choice of having children?
1: Well, I must say I was very clear from the very beginning, but I had a couple of years in which I fell into the program as well. I had a partner and, you know, we were looking at getting married and we actually tried to have a baby. I was, you know, it was, it was that, yes, I don't want to, but I have to. I don't want to have a baby, but that's the right thing to do. We had been together for six years, I think. Uh, We both had a job. I was 30, maybe 32. It was the right time, the right age, everything, you know, all the stars were aligned. And the beauty of trying to have a kid is that our bodies did not work together. I never got pregnant uh, in over a year so that was that was really allowing that allowed me to become aware of how having a kid is a choice it's a choice of the being it's a choice of the bodies of the two people that are together but um, the interesting thing is that that program if we are not present with it the program of I'm at the right age. I have to have a kid because that's the next step. Is very strong in the society and in this reality. And unless we really are present and we choose to create the living, because what Diva said is exactly what went on for me. I was like, I don't want a baby to struggle. Mm. I would love to give them the best life that is available. But at that time, money wise, it was impossible. And I promise that I would never do that to another person and another being. I get that that is for many people, that's actually the choice that is the most difficult to make, looking at where you're at, and having a baby from the choice of giving them all the possibilities that are available, instead of following the program of I have to do it, let's see how it goes.
0: Well, do you find that people feel sad for you for not having children?
2: Hmm. I do
0: a lot. Yeah. Which is and, interesting.
1: And, yeah. <laughs> no, I yeah go. Well no, just say
2: it's interesting that someone else would feel something for you about your life. Um, And for me, it's always been an interesting conversation, the fact that, that it's even a topic of like, why don't you have kids? Because I never go to people and ask them, why do you have kids? Can you give me all the reasons and justifications why that was a smart choice? Why you're choosing that? Why I feel like you're going against me by doing that. But somehow that's a question that is socially acceptable to people who choose not to have kids. Um, you know, and it's <laughs> to me, it's just interesting. You know, when when people are like, oh, don't worry, and I'm like, no, I'm 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 really not worried. Like I'm very happy. It's a, it's an active choice. It's not you know, an accident. It's not like I couldn't have kids. And then in the same vein, if I, you know, met a a child that I fell in love with and you know wanted to adopt and required someone, I would probably do that. But it just hasn't been on my radar
0: and it hasn't, yeah, really shown up. So well, I think it's interesting because both of you have mentioned this, like the money part, and that's a reason for not having kids. Like I can't provide for it or it, yeah. <laughs> I can't provide for him or her or yeah. N, whatever we call it. <laughs> or so, so that's one part, and I've heard my daughter say, for example, that she doesn't plan to have kids because the climate change, and she doesn't want to put a kid in the world where she doesn't know if the world will exist, which yeah. is also a reason and a justification for a choice. So what I'm really interested in, because you also, when you talk about it, Eva, you're very clear that this is actually an active choice. So can you talk about what an active choice means like it's different than a a choice that's based on I don't have the money to have a kid if I had the money then I would have a kid that's a very different choice than a choice that comes from I am choosing this right now because that's what I would like to choose (laughs) with with no reason and justification so can you talk a little bit about that both of you if, if you like to Yeah, I mean, I
2: think I was incredibly lucky to have a mother growing up who was very empowering without noticing that she was empowering. So she would always ask my brother and I questions, simple things like, what do you think about us moving house? What do you think about us painting the walls this color? Would you like to stay in the same school? And I remember her asking me this the first time when I was probably about six years old. Um, And... You know, you think as a parent, I'm sure that you're just asking your kid a question, but what that did for my brother and I is it really gave us the awareness that we had choice, that our choices matter, and we also knew what was gonna work for us. So with that, as kind of my foundation, the choices that I made in my life were very on purpose about what I wanted to create, because I also came from immigrant parents who had flown all the way from Colombia to the UK, had built a life for themselves on purpose they could have continued living in Colombia struggling and they didn't want to because they wanted a better life for me and if they were going to have any kids in the future and so the choices they made were very much on purpose to a certain degree so I was lucky enough to grow up around that and knowing that I could create my life on purpose and that's pretty much always been my mentality so I remember as a very young child maybe seven um wondering what I wanted to be when I grew up and I didn't exactly know but I knew the energy of it. I knew that I wanted to be able to have an impact in the world, travel a lot, see a lot of the world, see a lot of cultures, have a very big, expansive life. And when I looked around me um, at families with kids, and this isn't against that, and I know this is very stereotypical, but most of them couldn't do that because the kids were in school or they had daily things to do, like packed lunches and Doing homework with the kids and even taking them to school, you know. And I looked at that life and I just went, "Oh, that doesn't really match what I'm going for." So it didn't feel like a loss. It didn't feel like I was losing anything. It felt like I was gaining everything that I wanted to create on purpose.
1: What and, about you, Erica? Yeah, thank thank you for saying um, that. You know, we addressed the money and that we had these reasons and justifications. So while you were saying that, I asked myself. So if I had all the money in the world, would I choose to have a baby? And the answer is no. Yeah, same. So, mm. so it's, it's very, like, it's really just an active choice. You know, With like with anything else, would you like to eat meat? I know it seems stupid. No, I wouldn't like to eat meat. Or yes, I would like to. There's no um, reasons for it. It's just what matches the life living and the being that I am in this lifetime. There is no real reason for not having a baby, the climate change. I also have the same points of views of your daughter. You know? Like, I don't know if I wanna put a baby in this world, but at the same time, I'm just like, no, that, that's not what would work for me. Because both me and Diva are very good creators. We could create all the money that we want if we had five kids. We would be able to bring all of yeah. them and babysitters traveling it's with true. us. That, yeah. that wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> but that's not what I envision, picture myself as. That's not what I am asking for this time.
0: And also by using like an argument like climate change, the world probably won't get better if only stupid people have kids. So yeah. there's always that argument as well. But if we go back to this, this particular, um, it's actually an active choice. So what questions would you suggest? Like if if somebody's listening to this, who is in the age, the childbearing age, and they don't really know, you know, what they would like, if they would like, and actually start to realize, okay, I have a choice. I can choose to have children or not have children. And it is my choice. And that goes Mm -hmm. for men and women, obviously. So what... If you would give them like two questions, what, or three, what do you, where do you get they could start? (laughs) Now we're being very polite and
2: waiting for each other. Um, Oh goodness. I would start with a question that I think we probably don't ask ourselves enough with, with some level of brutal honesty, which is, would this actually work for me? Not would it be, would it make me look good in the eyes of my parents? Would it make my partner love me more? Not would it make it so that I've got kids to match my friends' kids. Not all those things that run through our heads while we ask ourselves these questions, but truly with the brutal honesty of, would this work for me? Um, I would say that for me would be like yeah. the the main question just the pragmatics of it because kind of like you know when people think of getting married but they envision a wedding they don't envirage, envision a lifetime with this other person so now the person's likes and dislikes are right in your face every day their mannerisms the way they chew their food uh the way they leave their dirty socks on the foot whatever you know you don't envision that very often people just look at the nice wedding party and not the whole bigger picture that comes after it. So if we're willing to be brutally honest with ourselves, which sometimes you know can be a little bit painful and not the most comfortable, but I think that's where the, you know, where it's easy to have more clarity.
1: The question that I use a lot when it comes to these um, choices that are, you know, dictated by the rules of this reality is what is my reality with this? Mm. I've been asking that a lot with relationships, for example. And I would start from this question because when it comes to having a a kid, getting married, having a kid, or having a kid outside of marriage, having a kid by yourself, which is also possible right now, um, we pick up all of the projections, all of the thoughts, all of the right ways to do it from what we grew up with, our parents, families, uh, society, school, whatever it is, friends that are doing the right thing at this age. So, as Diva was saying, we have to be brutally honest and see, without judging ourselves, what really works and if this will work with the life that we want to have. Yeah, and
2: I, if I can add to, like I remember my mom saying um, to me when I was very well, very young, um, probably in like my 20s or whatever, knowing my personality. She, I'd never heard that said to anybody else by her. But she said to me, I love having you and your brother has been the greatest gift in my life. And it's not for everyone. When you have a child, it takes over your life. So you have to choose what works for you. She said, I would never have chosen anything different. I would choose it again a hundred times and I would choose you both every single time and I would choose the life that we had, but it's not for everyone. Just know it does take over. And she was so correct. And for some people that works and they're great at it. I think I would probably get quite depressed to be honest. And so I have to be brutally honest with myself, but I was so grateful that she told me, you know, taking into account my personality and what works for me, not just this overarching one rule of have kids. They're great. Of course they're great, but maybe, maybe you won't be so great in that situation.
0: <laughs> so let's go back to these that's come up a few times, the projections, the, you know, all the the judgments yeah. and all the kind of like points of views that you pick up do you, because of this choice that you're actively making. So could you talk about how you handle it, but also what you gain from it. Like, what have you learned and received and grown by receiving this? Well, I
1: I received all kinds of projections about this choice. I would say that, and I don't know if this is an Italian reality with having kids or not having kids, I would say that the main projection I received is that I will end up alone when I'm older without kids looking after me. So I looked at that because, again, my mom, the one thing that my mom always told me is I did not have you so that you could look after me when I'm older. So she gave me the freedom Mm. to look at that for myself and realizing that This big point of view that is around everywhere in Italy didn't have to work for me or I didn't have to function from that point of view. So in my case, I had to look at what will my life be like when I'm 60, 70, 80 without kids. And the whole idea of I'm gonna be alone, I'm gonna be by myself, I'm gonna be an old lady with 75 cats around the house. without anybody I mean human being uh, around me and that gave me the knowing that that is not real and true that I will never be alone unless I do want it and that kids are not about having company when you're older they're not about looking after you and creating, you know, this chain of I have a kid so that they can look after me and so on and so on and so on. They have to be an an addition to your life. It's like having a relationship. If they do not increase uh, and exponentialize everything you have in your life, why would you have them? So that's what I've learned from all the projections and especially this one. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah I think one of the projections that I got the most um was that um well even though you're so successful in so many areas you're not very successful in this area aren't you and I'm like oh, okay <laughs> you know from a lot of people like oh well never mind one day you'll find a person to have a kid with one day you'll find this and in my head, I was thinking, well, maybe one day you'll be successful in business. Excuse me very much. <laughs> maybe one day you'll be creative. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know, but it was, you know, and I'm kind of joking, but, but it is. It's an unkind thing to project that to someone. But I had to realize in that, that it's just the way that we're conditioned. And it didn't actually mean that any of that was true for me, or even that it was true for the person saying it or projecting it at me, that it's just part of this strange cultural belief system that we grow up with or societal belief system that we grow up with that people just repeat, um, because it's it's a bit awkward. Like what else would they say to you or think about it other than the pre-programmed ideas that have been fed to them, you know, like where would they start? Like more recently I've had people, you know, like even you, Katerina and Erica, you know, asking like, oh, what is that choice? That's a different conversation. And, And I'm grateful that we're at that time, in this century where we can start to have those conversations about so many different topics, including this. So um, again, it's not about the wrongness of any of it, but it's,
0: yeah, time for something new. (laughs) One other thing that you both have mentioned, and that seems to be creating the platform where where you've been able to make this choice is your mother. You both seem to Mm -hmm. have quite extraordinary, phenomenal mothers who have empowered you to actually start choosing for you. And yeah. I, this is probably like, we're getting towards the end here. And I would like to ask you how, if, if, if we wanted to create a world uh, where people actually have that platform to make choices where they base them in questions of what would work for them and what is their reality with this, what can we all be for people, you know, in that age and in the, when child's, and when children, having children comes up, what can we be for them? What could you see if it had been different, if the projections, expectations weren't there? What, what could we all be for each other to create that space of choosing?
1: I, I love the energy that your question created because it's just... Um, I would say it's a space of allowance and empowering each other to really be in this world uh, the way we want to be and create the way we want to create. You know, um, while you were speaking, um, and you brought up our moms and the amazing empowerment and contribution that they have been. I realized that um, we can be that regardless of being a mom, we can be that with everyone. Mm-hmm. And um, many times, especially in access, when I work with the translators, they call me the Italian mama, because I do have that energy of taking care and bringing them or uh, uh, asking them questions or whatever it is. So. Um, I would say that there is a very different possibility available where being this caring um, doesn't have to come from a role that we have, which is being a parent, being a mother in this case. Uh, It can just be what we choose to be in the world for everyone. Mm -hmm. And Share, like I would like to say sharing the law, which is not exactly the way I think usually, but it's just truly being there, being that empowerment for whoever it is without having to choose to have children. That is what is getting available right now from what I can perceive with this conversation. Yeah, Thank I love you. that.
2: Truly. And, you know, the thing about empowerment that is so wonderful is that it's so simple and easy to do just by asking somebody, you know, well, if you choose this, well, what will it create for you? Not with any projections, but just what will it create for you? And what do you know about this choice? And will it work for you? And I think that's the, you know, the simplicity that if we kind of go back to that, it makes it very easy to stop judging as well because we no longer have to try and get the right or wrong answers or, or direct somebody to do something, you know, manipulate them into doing whatever, you know, like feeling guilty if they don't want to have kids or feeling like they made the wrong choice or the right choice. Um, So, yeah.
0: Thank you. It is, it goes to like the conversation really goes to, we're willing to be us and to Mm -hmm. be as different as we be and really choose from there and then empower our other (laughs) people to be that as well now it's kind of like we just scratched the surface like this is such a big subject so when we start diving in there there's so much more and I'm so grateful you two came on and started to just kind of lift the lid of this whole new area where like you say we're finally ready to start um looking at this and exploring this in this century So it's been a while in the making. Thank you, you both of you, for coming on. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, Feeding the Wolf of Possibilities. I hope you have more space in your world now. If you would like to listen to earlier episodes, share with other people or subscribe. Please go to Spotify, iTunes, or visit katrinavalenton.com slash wolf